Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Listen up. I won't sugarcoat it. This is the longest cold flu and allergy season we've ever seen, but we're not alone. We've got Instacart. Sure, you may be a coughing snot faucet who just wants mommy, but you're not giving up! Not when cold medicine, fragrant herbal teas, and honey shaped like bears can be delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes! Now let's go win the sick playoffs! Daddy, I just want my soup. Oh, sorry, Sport App says it'll be here in, in a few minutes. <laughs> Instacart for the win. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Stay right here for our final news roundup and information overload. All right, news roundup, information overload, hour 800-941-SEAN, if you want to be a part of the program. We do have a lot of immigration news. By the way, as the largest migrant caravan to date is making its way towards the southern border, well, finally fed up. I mean, this is a question that I've asked Governor Abbott and and other border state leaders. You know, why is it that Joe Biden is allowed to aid and abet law-breaking and give preferential treatment to illegal immigrants in the middle of a pandemic no covid testing no vaccine mandates you get a free phone and free transportation to some state where the states then are obligated to take care of the people that joe is is allowing into the country illegally anyway abbott finally has had enough he's tried building his own walls with cars he's tried he's used every tool at his disposal and, you know, as he calls it, this invasion driven by cartels at our southern border. So he issued an executive order that now has authorized law enforcement to return illegal immigrants right back to the border and stop this from happening. Now, if any of you listening to my voice right now ever went down to the border and you help people cross the border illegally, you would be aiding and abetting lawbreaking. You would be involved in human trafficking. I guarantee you, if you got caught, you would be charged appropriately for violating the laws of our land. That's what the laws. That's what the law of the land is. Um, the Texas Attorney General is demanding that Biden apologize for, by the way, to, for trying to um, frame the border agents. You know, I don't know if you found followed the story, but those agents that were involved and accused of using whips on on some of the illegal immigrants was actually called the reins of their horses. 
Quote, there's no evidence that Border Patrol agents involved in this incident struck intentionally or otherwise any migrant with their reins. That's what they determined. But yet Joe Biden still, in spite of the findings, in spite of all the investigative work, in spite of all the evidence presented, still wants to punish these guys. And on top of that, you want to put, you know, more madness in in this equation. You have the Mexican president on Friday blasting Abbott's plan to use state law enforcement to arrest illegal immigrants crossing into the U.S., calling it immoral. Well, if he wants to be the moral arbiter of all things, why doesn't he take all the illegal immigrants from Central America? That That's certainly an open question uh, that could be asked. But, in you know, you, you look at this, President Biden rushes to judgment, declared the verdict first on for, for four members of the Border Patrol guilty, then decided on a trial afterward. And by the way, then they're exonerated and he still wants to go after them. You just can't make this up. And there is no apology, and I would argue there's not going to be an apology. Now Governor uh, Abbott is is defying Biden, and he has started arresting illegal immigrants in Texas and putting them right back in the border, as the law requires that Joe should be following. Listen, uh, these counties are are dealing with something that's completely unprecedented. Remember this, it was uh, just two years ago, we had the the lowest number of uh, people coming across the border in apprehensions uh, under President Trump. uh, And then President Biden took over and eliminated all of the policies that President Trump put in place. uh, And it has led uh, to this uh, unprecedented, overwhelming number of uh, people coming across the border. You gave some of the numbers. Uh, Here's something more important. There's a record number of people coming across the border from more than 150 different countries across the entire globe. Uh, we're, we're seeing uh, over the 4th of July, for example, uh, uh, in just the Del Rio sector, which is only one of five sectors in the state of Texas, there were about 5,000 people either apprehended or, or, or who were gotaways. But it gets worse, Maria, because look at the number of deaths that we're dealing with. You remember what happened in the tractor-trailer truck uh, where 53 people lost their lives? Listen, things like that happen all of the time, so much so that the United Nations uh, d- declared the border between uh, Texas or the United States and Mexico uh, to be uh, the, the worst uh, death border and most dangerous border in the entire world. It's not Governor Abbott that's violating the law. That would be Joe Biden that is doing that. Uh, it is, uh, as Senator Cruz said, vengeful and cruel as Cruz blasted Biden for punishing border agents found innocent. You know, we have a system of justice. You spend a year investigating this issue, you find out. That they do, there was no wrongdoing of anybody, and look what happens. And then you look at the case of Congresswoman Flores, you know, wins a, a border district down in Texas, one that has been held by Democrats for over 150 years, and she wins it convincingly with an eight-point margin. Anyway, Congressman Michael Cloud of South Texas is with us uh, to talk about the issue and uh, talk about the the comments of Greg Abbott. Uh, Congressman, what's the status down at the southern border now? Well, as you know, you know, Houston being the epicenter for human smuggling and trafficking in, in our country, a lot of cartel traffic comes up through the counties that I represent in our district. And so this has been something that we've seen happening for quite a while. It got so much better under the Trump administration and just has ballooned under the, the Biden administration. But, you know, you can talk about the numbers. Uh, almost 3 million apprehended 
since uh, Biden was elected. You look at 80,000 people killed with fentanyl in, in our country. In, in an oversight meeting just a couple weeks ago, I asked, you know, if China came into our country, and we know most of that fentanyl is coming from China to the cartels up to our southern border, killing our, our young people in, in our country. And, you know, if China set off some sort of chemical weapon in our country that killed that many, we would consider it an act of war. And if this administration continues to refuse to do its sworn duty, to, to uphold the laws of the land uh, when it comes to, to protecting our communities and securing the border. Uh, it, it is something that we have to deal with on a daily basis here in South Texas. What are the specific consequences that the people in your district have had to face? I mean, it's not just, look, I'm sure men, probably the overwhelming majority of people, uh, they, they see that the border is open and they probably just want a better life and opportunity for themselves and their families. Uh, to them, I would argue, welcome to the country if you come in legally. And if you want to come in legally, I think there are certain requirements that everyone would need to, uh, they, they, thresholds, if you will, that they need to meet. They need to show that they don't have radical associations in the middle of a pandemic. I think they would need to provide information that they are healthy. Uh, and they'd also have to show that they have the ability financially to take care of themselves when they get here either having a job or a sponsor or whatever it happens to be i support legal immigration you can come in i don't care where you come from just do it legally well exactly and to that point my wife's actually a naturalized citizen so we've gone through the immigration process i can tell you there's things we could do to 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 fix the process and the streamline it but it's all about us having a, a legal process versus incentivizing an illegal process that continues to fund cartels, that continues to empower them to be a destabilizing force throughout Central and South America, continues to allow them to wreak havoc on communities in, in, uh, in the United States of America. And, and so this is all about caring for people. The, the cartels do not care about the migrants at all. You know, I, I've been to a number of ranches, and you talk to their the ranchers who the cartels will come up to them and say, hey, stay off this side of your property tonight. We're, we're going to be using it. Um, you know, they'll have fences run down, little things like license plates stolen off people's cars in their driveway so they can use them to traffic people and get by license plate readers and those sorts of things. Uh, but then there's, you know, just 10, 15 minutes from my house, the, our local sheriff's office made a stop, began looking at the data that was available on the, the phone and found out that this person was connected to MS-13 and ISIS, had connections to ISIS, was handed over to the federal authorities, and then shortly thereafter released into the public at large in our district. And and so this is failure after failure after failure from this administration, and they continue to say they have operational success. Success for them is different than what most Americans think. Most Americans want the border secured as the law demands. They're considering success aiding and abetting cartels in their human trafficking operation. So this this is is devastating, and uh, Texas is finally saying, and at levels ratcheting it up, level after level after level. But but we have a constitutional obligation and duty and right to protect this state uh, when the federal government fails to protect us from an invasion. Well, I you know it's, I I totally agree with you, and I don't see any hope in this ending. Except uh, I I would expect now that the Biden administration and the DHS secretary is going to probably sue Texas and it's going to be another long, drawn out court case. But in the interim, I think the governor is doing the right thing. He's enforcing the laws of the land. If Democrats don't like those laws, they have the House, they have the Senate, they have Joe Biden as president. They can pass laws that change that that make it legal to just enter the country anytime you want. 
Uh, I don't think it's going to fly well with the American people, but I don't think it's flying well with the American people either, but just helping and aiding and abetting and lawbreaking. Well, what you're saying is exactly right. You know, they really want open borders. They're doing everything they can to undermine any sort of border security apparatus. Uh, you know, when we send them more funds for border security, they turn it into processing and transportation and, 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 uh, again, aiding and abetting cartels. The cartels are making $30 million a day, some estimates have, when it comes to the human smuggling. Just, just human smuggling. That, that's not the drugs. That's not everything else they're doing, the money laundering that comes out of that, all the other illegal operations they have. And they have operational control of the southern side of the border and and control even legitimate trade coming through. They have to pay a propina or a tip or some sort of fee to get through to the cartels. So, you know, even if even from a if you care about the people of Central and South America, you do not want the cartels to having an outside influence as these countries are trying to develop. They're, they're becoming de facto narco state. Which, which is a, a huge threat to the safety and security of the United States uh, as well. And so we've been able to enjoy the peace and prosperity of having what we've understood to be friendly nations to the north and south of us. Uh, but, but this dynamic is changing, and it's changing because the Biden administration refuses to do anything about it. Well, I appreciate the work and that you're doing and the governor's doing. I fully support the enforcement of our laws uh, I think that the the assistance of the Biden administration in law breaking and allowing the human trafficking has had really severe consequences on our country. It is also enticing people to take a, what is a, a treacherous uh, journey to our borders and people are dying in the process, as we have reported on many times in the past. Uh, we have laws for a reason. If they want to change them. Let them bring their case to the American people. But I don't see that happening. But, uh, Congressman, stay in touch with us. We appreciate you being with us. Thanks for keeping this issue out there. Discover BetMGM, the betting app sports fans in the Capital Region turn to for nonstop action all winter long. Take the excitement of football, basketball, and hockey to the next level with same-game parlays, exclusive signature bets, odds boost promos, and much more. Plus, now you can sign in, place bets, and manage your cash balance under the same BetMGM account in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. With the same username and password throughout the DMV, it's never been easier to play with the king of sportsbooks. Download the BetMGM app today. BetMGM is an authorized gaming partner of the NBA and an official sports betting partner of the NHL. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly and offer resources to help you make appropriate choices. Please gamble responsibly. BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. Must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Washington, D.C. only. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. How could the most powerful man in media just vanish from public life? My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge, I'm a reporter who's covered politics for years, and in this podcast, I'm going to travel far and wide searching for the reclusive Matt Drudge, the founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who've worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. I'll also be chasing down tips from you, the listener, through a special hotline. So if you know where Drudge is right now or have a great Drudge story that might help us better understand the mysterious media mogul, please give us a call at 301-200-2414. Hopefully by the time this show ends, the man who knows Drudge best, Matt Drudge himself, will break his silence and sit down with us. 
Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to 500 Greatest Songs, a podcast based on Rolling Stone's hugely popular, influential, and sometimes controversial list. I'm Brittany Spanos. And I'm Rob Sheffield. We're here to shed light on the greatest songs ever made and discover what makes them so great. Every week, we'll pick a new song from the list and talk about their placement on the revamped 2021 list. We'll also have guests join us, ranging from the artists themselves to the producers or simply other writers like ourselves who voted on them. From classics like Fleetwood Mac's Dreams to The Ronettes' Be My Baby and modern day classics like The Killer's Mr. Brightside and Britney Spears' Baby One More Time. There's so many fascinating stories that have been forgotten, like Midnight Train to Georgia, starting with a phone call to Farrah Fawcett, or how the Yeah, Yeah, Yeahs inspired Kelly Clarkson's banger Since You've Been Gone and Beyonce's Hold Up. Listen to Rolling Stone's 500 Greatest Songs on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, Lynn is in Texas. Lynn, how are you? Glad you called. I, I guess you're fully aware of all these issues. Yes, I've been following them along with a lot of us native Texans um, and just what we see going on. Um, we'd really like Governor Abbott to step up and declare an invasion. Um, he should have done it a long time ago. We love Governor Abbott, but we find sometimes that he waits for DeSantis to do something, sees how the, he'll see how it goes, and then maybe he'll step in and do the same well, thing. I have an idea. Here's a genius idea. Go vote for Beto Bozo Rock and see what happens at the border then. Uh, <laughs> no, to be honest, I've even interviewed the governor in defense of him. He has done everything humanly possible up at this point, up to this point, to stop it within the, using every power he has as governor. This really is a federal issue. These are federal agents. These are federal laws that Joe Biden is not enforcing. It's it's Joe Biden's Department of Homeland Security that's not enforcing the law. So it's now put Texas in a bind. Um, I know that DeSantis said he's, he's going to send people to, what, I guess Washington, D.C., and and I guess Abbott said he's going to send them to Delaware, and, and I know he did. I think he sent a number of buses up there. But the real the real solution is to secure the border. The real solution is to bring back Remain in Mexico. That policy worked. The real solution is finishing the wall that Donald Trump built, 500-plus miles of it. Uh, that's the real answer and enforcing the laws of the land and not allowing the cartels to control our, control our borders and make millions doing it. And also putting every city, every town in America at risk because while we're paying attention to all of the human trafficking, we're ignoring other parts of the border where all that fentanyl and all the opioids and all the heroin is crossing into this country that's killing our kids. Exactly. And Texas has over 12,000 miles of um, or 1,200 miles of border to protect. And just in May alone, there were 250 people caught crossing the border. And that was the ones that turned themselves in. That wasn't the ones that got away. So yeah. we're just seeing our crime rates are up. If you look at San Antonio and the number of 911 calls that sit on hold waiting for a police officer, you'd be astounded. They don't have so. the resources. They're, they're all deployed, and they're unfortunately they're deployed in these areas where there's you know, all basically what process and release is taking place. 
and border agents, their morale is at an all-time low. They're, they want to do their jobs. They're not allowed to do their jobs. And then when they do their jobs, you know, then they're criticized by the media and by, by the Biden administration. It's a no-win situation, except you got to enforce the law. You know, if, if, if you're a conservative, you spit on the sidewalk or jaywalk, they want to put you in jail. Anyway, Lynn, good call. Appreciate it. Quick break right back. Your call's on the other side. Straight ahead. Afternoon. When you get off work, be sure to check in first for everything you missed during the day. This is the Sean Hannity Show. 25 to the top of the hour, 800 941 Sean. We spent a lot of time talking about Joe Biden and his cognitive, well, let's call it deficiencies, if we will, shall we? Um, and you look at the Democrats and you look at, you know, Joe Biden. Yeah, I, we saw him last week, for example, say, uh, repeat the line and he reads it because it's on his teleprompter. You can't, it doesn't get worse. Then you got all these word salads, you know, of Kamala Harris. You got to take this stuff seriously, as seriously as you are, because you have been forced to have to take this seriously. She does this all the time. You know, for example, uh, well, this, this really does highlight the importance of elections and who will get elected in terms of who gets elected. What? the hell is going on now a lot of people have been mocking it i mean there's a part of it that's funny i'm not gonna lie but listen for yourself which is why we will work together and continue to work together to address these issues to tackle these challenges and to work together as we continue to work operating from the new norms rules and agreements that we will convene to work together on to galvanize global action with that i thank you all this is a matter of urgent priority for all of us and i know we will work on this together well first of all i acknowledge one must acknowledge um the prices are going up we gotta take this stuff seriously as seriously as you are because you have been forced to have to take it seriously and then you got kamala harris you know beyond this you, you've you've got her on the Supreme Court. You got her on issues involving contraception and gay marriage, and you know just towing the radical left wing New Green Deal radical socialist lines. I think all of us share um, a deep sense of outrage that the United States Supreme Court took a constitutional right that was recognized, took it from the women of America. We are now looking at a case where the government can interfere in what is one of the most intimate and private decisions that someone can make. You don't have to abandon your faith, whatever that might be, to agree the government should not be making that decision for a woman. And so that's why I say, let women make those most intimate decisions. Let people make the most intimate decisions that are about what I call heart and home, which includes contraception, which includes same-sex marriage, let them make that and be free to make those decisions without government interference. And not to be outdone, then you've got, of course, uh, Gina Raimondo. We shouldn't be talking ourselves into a recession. We're not talking ourselves into a recession. It's your idiotic policies that are causing the recession. 
and then say, we will get a handle on inflation. Oh, okay. Just like, you know, the, it's, it's transitory. Oh, the hell with transitory. I can't wait for Wednesday's numbers to come out. Listen to these comments. Can we afford, avoid a recession if interest rates keep climbing? Uh, I think we can. So let me say this. The economy in the past year, year and a half has been growing at unprecedentedly high rates, you know, five, six percent. I don't think that we should expect that, right? I think it's normal to think that as we continue to come out of the pandemic, we will transition to a more, to a robust growth, but a more steady growth. So I do think at some point, you know, we will see uh, a less rapid growth in the economy. But I don't see any reason to think that we will have uh, a serious recession. The fundamentals of this economy are very strong. Inflation is our, is our problem, and it is our top priority. Uh, and so I think you know, perhaps a transition to a more traditional growth level, but I don't think we should be talking ourselves into a recession. But if you ask folks what they're worried about, they'll either say, uh, grocery store prices are high, you know, food prices are high, energy prices, gas prices. That's in, in people's daily lives, right? So if it, every day you're confronted with these high prices, it's, it's hard on folks. And the president has just said that, you know, in that clip that I heard, you know, it's, it's tough for people. That's why it's the president's number one priority. It's our number one priority uh, to, to get a handle on these prices. And we will. All right. Anyway, that's what we've got. Let's get to our phones. Joel is in Virginia. Joel, you're on the Sean Hannity show. Hello. Hi, Sean. Really nice to speak with you. My question is uh, the recent Supreme Court ruling on the EPA overstepping its bounds, and it seems like they're using it as a fourth branch of government. Do you think anything's going to improve with our energy production or allowing uh, licenses and leases to Go ahead. Yeah, I think that, you know, we now see what their policies are. Their policies are to relying on countries that hate our guts for the lifeblood of our economy. They totally, completely reject being energy independent and domestic production of energy. I'll give you two quick examples here. Biden is now, we discovered over the weekend, selling off America's emergency oil reserves to China. Why would we ever do something that stupid? And then he moves to impose even more restrictions on America's most productive oil field. For example, the uh, EPA has announced it may soon uh, deem parts of the uh, Permian basis in Texas and New Mexico is non-attainment with its ozone standards. But they're perfectly okay going to Russia, Iran, Venezuela. This, he's got to get on his hands and knees in front of the crown prince pariah nation in Saudi Arabia where the guy he said killed uh, Jamal Khashoggi and begged for production. It's repulsive to me. It is irresponsible. It is reckless. It's embarrassing. It's humiliating. And it's just plain stupid. Especially we have more domestic energy than we could ever use in 200 plus years. It's right under our feet. And we won't have to worry about the implications of making all of these countries that hate us rich again. We'll create high paying career jobs. We'll lower the price at the pump. It'll cost less to heat and cool our homes. 
It'll every, everything we buy at every store we go to will start to decline because it'll cost less to get it there in an 18 wheeler. But we're too dumb to do that under this administration, under this new radicalism, this climate alarmist religious cult. This this, this is what they've done to us. And it's all been by design. That's the that's the scary part of it. Yeah, I hope I hope that, that I hope somehow we can get this changed by uh, the recent ruling i and i i heard everything you said and i understand and i thank you for taking my call and we're honored to have you as uh a radio oh, very kind. host thank you uh thank you for making this possible i can't do the show without you ty is in the free state of florida what's up ty how are you glad you called sir good how are you doing well, uh, i'm doing all right you know it's good to be back to work i begin to miss working when i take a little time off can't blame you there. So uh, I just had a something that I've noticed over the past couple of weeks, and I wanted your opinion, you know, what you thought of it. Seems like uh, as the gas prices were going up, everyone said, hey, don't blame Biden. You know, Biden, president, has no control of gas prices. But now that they're dropping, you know, all hell Biden, you know, savior of the country. They're, they're not dropping that dramatically. Or, uh, you know, instead of over five, you're paying 480. Give me a break. It's hardly a... It's 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 a drop in the bucket and likely to probably go higher unless the Saudis, you know, if he kisses enough ass in Saudi Arabia, maybe maybe it'll it'll, it'll increase production a little bit. That was uh, pretty close to uh, my thought processes. You know what? We don't have to kiss the ass of Texas, Oklahoma, uh, North Dakota for natural gas, Ohio and Pennsylvania. You know what? All we could say is. Go for it. All Every energy company, produce everything you can. We'll lift all restrictions, and we want you to invest heavily in the production of domestic energy. And guess what? The price will probably pretty quickly come down to where it used to be. But they that, that is not even an option on the table for them. That's crazy. Now now the U.S. is weighing resumption of, of arms sales to the Saudis. Great. And then begging the Iranian mullahs, we'll make Iran rich as Europe made Vladimir Putin rich. How did that work out for Western Europe and NATO nations? It didn't work out too well. This is a predictable outcome. If you make enemy nations rich, they usually end up, you know, fomenting terror or in the case of Putin, starting a war because he's rich enough to do it. It's just dumb all the way across the board. Tommy is in Florida. Thanks, Ty. Uh, Tommy, how are you? Hey, uh, Sean, big time Sean Hannity. I'm in, I'm in Houston, Texas. What's up, man? How are you? Hey, I'm great. Hey, uh, so growing up here in Houston, uh, in Denver Harbor, it's a neighborhood in, in Houston. It's predominantly Hispanic. And I was always told that Republicans are for the rich and Democrats are for the poor. Now, as a kid, I hear that. I'm not sure how to process it. So I asked my dad, like, hey, are we poor? And he's like, uh, no, I don't think so. But, Here's a question I would like for you to ask a Democrat. If you're for the poor, what are you for the poor to do? To well, If you care um, about the poor, the single best thing you can do is get energy prices down and get a handle on inflation. Yeah, because the right? people that are really getting crushed are the poor, the middle class, and people on fixed incomes. Yeah, you know, I'm, so I'm angry about it, but I can afford it. But I remember the days when I couldn't afford it, and it's not fun. Yeah, and, and so my question would be, like, what are you for the poor to do? Are you for the poor to stay poor or for you? Are you for the poor to become uh, independent or rich? Don't you dare get rich on me. 
You know what I mean? It's like, what do you for the poor to do? To stay poor or to get rich? Because now if you're rich, are you for the rich? You know what I mean? It's, it's, it's an easy question, but I think it's a difficult, uh, difficult question to answer for a Democrat. You know, I got... All right, Hannity, 9 Eastern on the Fox News Channel. Uh, we'll have the latest, the sad story of this guy being charged for defending himself at a deli in New York. We'll get to the latest with that. Newt Gingrich, how do we save the republic? Ari Fleischer, Kellyanne Conway, Monica Crowley, Mark Meadows, Laura Trump, Kaylee McEnany, and much more. Set your DVR, Hannity, Fox News. We'll see you tonight at 9, back here tomorrow. Thank you for making this show possible. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. My name is Chris Moody, host of the new podcast, Finding Matt Drudge. I'll be taking you on a journey to find the mysterious media mogul Matt Drudge, founder of The Drudge Report. Along the way, I'll talk to people who have worked with him, dined with him, and fought with him, taking listeners into private conversations, all in an attempt to get a better understanding of who Drudge is and what motivates him. Hopefully, he'll even sit down with us. Listen to Finding Matt Drudge on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, everyone. I'm Paul Anka. And I'm Skip Bronson. And what happens when two old friends take their decades of experience in the business and entertainment worlds and sit down with our buddies? You get our way, a brand new show from My Heart Podcast, where we chop it up with our pals about everything under the sun. This is our podcast, and we're going to do it our way. Listen to Our Way on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.